Alright, welcome listener once again to another edition of Footy from the Foot, a podcast coming to you live from the home of football in San Diego, the Bluefoot neighbourhood bar and lounge in the heart of San Diego's glittering North Park. I'm your co-host Paul Hutchinson and I am joined as ever to my right by the director of football at Bluefoot, Rod Stiles. How are you sir? I'm very well, thank you for asking Paul. How are you? Well actually you're, pl- you're playing through an, an injury here aren't you? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not feeling great actually old boy. <laughs> <laughs> Too much rich food on an empty stomach. No, I think I've got a little bug but it'll, it'll pass. Um, I'm sorry to hear that but uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, yeah we'll see you. You can get through the 90 minutes here. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> so we've, uh, we've got a bit to get through. We'll have a look back at a really fun weekend actually of uh, Premier League and Bundesliga football. We're not going to do many previews uh, this week because it's international break, and uh, you know, suffice to say, England need a point, and uh, the UN's men's national team they play Canada. Uh, that's about it. That's our review of that. Uh, Brazil, Argentina, Friday as well. Oh, okay, that could hey. be tasty. Yeah, there you go. There's there's three points of interest. <laughs> we were going to have the, the good people uh, from Bands FC on. Um, unfortunately, they've had to. We've we've been uh, we've been bumped, unfortunately, by. <laughs> And we'll, we'll take it just this once, once. We'll <laughs> by Tim Burgess. Apparently, he's having a book launch in Manchester, and they are there to help him out with that. So, yeah, we've been bumped by a charlatan. So. Happy days. <laughs> Good job we like him. But we'll get, yeah, we'll we'll have them on, I'm sure, very soon. We are equally as excited to have uh, Paul Brown on from the San Diego Toffees. Um, he's going to talk about his, uh, his team, Everton as well as the upcoming EPL supporters group that their Christmas party and uh, the ways for you to get involved in the charitable efforts with that. And because it's a fairly light day in terms of uh, re- reviews and previews, uh, we're going to have a little bit of a, a third of the way through the season and a look-see at the way things have gone for the various teams in the Prem and Bundesliga. That'll be fun. And uh, yeah, who's going beyond expectations and, and, and maybe those that aren't. Wonder who that is. <laughs> then to finish, uh, we'll have A or B, the bits and bobs of football that's made us happy this week. So, if everyone's okay with that, let's get on with it. As of it, we want you to get involved. Footyfromthefoot at gmail.com, at footyfromthefoot on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We are soundcloud.com slash footyfromthefoot, but now you can access our podcast from Spotify and iTunes. It's very exciting. Famous. <laughs> and our website is footyfromthefoot.com. All right, um, before we get on to the review of the weekend, we should clear up a little bit of the, the clear and obvious error on uh, last week's podcast regarding 1967. So, as far as I was aware, that you thought that it was the... The old grey matter was a working for. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I kept going about 1967 being Wolves in the uh, Fairs Cup, the UEFA Fairs Cup, semi-final two legs, when indeed it was, on a little bit more research, 1972. Only five years out, though. I mean, not too bad. Okay. I mean, the... the that's, I mean, you won, I assume. Still yeah, won yes, that game. Still okay. won, yes. <laughs> of course. <laughs> All right. Well, like I said, I think it was a pretty exciting uh, weekend of, of football. I, I enjoyed it. Um, Crazy in the bar. Brilliant. Yeah. Low, big, big, massive turnout both days. Uh, I mean, it started on Friday, uh, way back on Friday, when Norwich played Watford in a relegation six-pointer. But there was definitely a whiff of this being a championship game, I have oh, to say. Totally. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's a pretty average fair. And, uh, yeah, Watford won that fairly handily, really. But, uh, yeah. Poor round now. Norwich, after Pookie's great run start of the season, they've uh, sort of disappeared off a cliff totally, rather, yeah. rather quickly. Um, the too early uh, for us game on Saturday was Chelsea versus Palace. And uh, Chelsea, on the back of that, went into second. Um, and now in, into third after results 
throughout the weekend, yeah, they continue to get good results, don't they? Six in a row now. Yeah, really. Six wins in a row, yeah. Um, and there's some kind of stat going around about how many scorers uh, under 23 that they've had this year. And Tammy Abrams in double figures now for the Premier League, isn't he? So, fantastic. Incredible. I, the transfer burn was the best thing that ever happened to them. Yeah. <laughs> Got to say that I didn't really see it in Tammy Abram really in it, at this level, but uh, he's uh, yeah, he looks big and quick and skillful, and uh, he's done really well, hasn't he? Yeah, totally. So the seven o'clock kickoffs, the the main one for us was um, Spurs versus Sheffield United, and yeah, it was a fairly. Uh, Oh, oh, hello. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just tailed off a bit there. Yeah, well, sorry. yeah, um, I sort of went into a daydream. Um, Spurs were very poor. We were relying on VAR again to um, get us out of a hole. It should have been allowed to go Sheffield United. It actually looks like a shadow on the pitch now if you re rewatch it. The um, yeah, I mean Sheffield United deserved to win that game totally. Were you bad or were Sheffield United good? No, we were bad. Okay, all right. We're being played off the park in our own home ground by Sheffield. No disrespect to Sheffield United, but tons of disrespect actually to us. You know, <laughs> they're playing very well. Sheffield. I mean, they're up to fifth now in the day, which is incredible. Yeah, and they're right. unbeaten away from home. But at the same time, we're just in a complete tailspin. The VAR thing, it took them three minutes, 40 seconds to make that decision. Didn't Incredible. It? It's embarrassing, actually. And the other seven o'clock kickoffs, Burnley played at West Ham. Wow. Peregrino out, maybe. I don't know with that. Well, they kind were of battered, result. absolutely battered up there. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think they like the North West all that much, do they? I don't think they like anybody at the moment. <laughs> Newcastle played Bournemouth and they got a really handy win. They keep getting just enough wins, don't they? I think uh, Bruce's Newcastle United. Um, and now they've um, well, they've gone up, they've gone above Spurs. Anyway, right, I know. Well, they did beat us as well. <laughs> but no, That's they true. they beat Manchester United. They beat Spurs. They yeah, they beat West Ham last week. Yeah, they keep getting just that one result every three or four weeks. Don't yeah, they? and I'm going to implore Steve Bruce as well because he's taken a lot of abuse from the press. Yeah, off the fans, everything, and he's kept it together. And they're winning games. Yeah, they might not be beautiful, but Southampton versus Everton. Uh, Tom Davis seems to be playing well for them. And, uh, yeah, ever since he's back in the side, Everton have got on a bit of a run. Looks a really good player. Yeah, Everton uh, won that one. I think it was three one in the end, was it? Yeah, three three one. Yeah. So Thampton, they got booed off again. They've only had got one point from their six home games so far. And they were my surprise package this season. So that shows you what I know. Um, <laughs> their manager was yeah, they were booed off. The manager's actually with a couple of booking firms in England. He's the favourite to go first. Okay. Well, with the international break coming up. Th- some, uh, many clubs might decide to uh, get rid of managers. Yep. Oh, which brings me on nicely too. <laughs> <laughs> we have a North London team. <laughs> Leicester played Arsenal, and Leicester beat them fairly comfortably in the end, two nothing. Leicester up to second now in the table as well. Um, I mean, my prediction was five zero, and it could have been that quite easily. Yeah, there was just no get up and go once the like no. the second goal went in. You felt like you know just like throw the kitchen sink at everyone, yeah. and, and just. That never actually happened at all, did it? And like their fans, they're almost playing a little cocky. <laughs> Only joking out there. <laughs> or are they playing like Brazil? We're not quite sure. It was, oh, honestly, that first goal was cracking. It was Moving cracking, yeah. It, was a little, it reminded me a little bit of the the goal previous week on Saturday. So I'd just like to say I have, a, I have a bit of a crush on James Madison as well. I think he's pretty cool as yeah. a player, yeah. And, well, we might get to Raheem Sterling, but I reckon that now he's out of the squad, I think seems to me a, a good opportunity to get him in the Yeah, team. a bit of breaking news there, actually. There was a big tear-up at the England camp, and um, Gomez actually had scratches on his face. Apparently, they had a big set to in the dining room, and Sterling grabbed him by the throat and has been kicked out of the England squad for the Thursday game. Yeah, all of these are allegedly 
I'd like to, yeah, but uh, Southgate has actually come out and yeah, there's definitely something happened, hasn't there? Yeah, yeah. That, that uh, he's definitely not going to be playing on the Thursday game. Perhaps it wouldn't have been great to meet up that quickly after the uh, Manchester City Liverpool game. <laughs> the train down together. Yeah. Um, what else? At the same time as that uh, Leicester Arsenal game, the De oh, not the De Classica, that's the Classica was <laughs> was playing at the same time. Um, managerless Bayern Munich, but a repeat of the fixture at the back end of last season, and they've got a bit of a hump in old. Yeah, uh, destroyed Dortmund. Yeah, just yeah. shows that you know when you've got a coach that you're not happy with, and the players aren't happy. If you know, even with a temporary coach in place, how well they played. They won yeah. their Champions League game two 0 and now they've won four 0 against Dortmund. So yeah, great win. Uh, Sancho had to go off before half time in that uh, with an injury. I don't know how that will affect England, but uh, yeah, that was sad to see. On Sunday, uh, we had some uh, some fun times here at Bluefoot. We had Wolves play Villa in a Bluefoot derby. And the Wolves fans outnumbered the Villa fans. Yeah, it was a little bit of a, a sleepy performance from Villa, I think, wasn't it? And the whole game was kind of, the first half especially, was kind of poor. Yeah. Very sleepy game. They Yeah, they, they missed at Grealish, I think. But Wolves yeah. scored two great goals. Yep, totally. Great free kick. Good, and good finishes all, all round. Uh, at the same time as that, Man United were playing Brighton and Hove Albion, and it seemed like every time I sort of looked at that game, United were uh, in on goal. Rashford like, smashed a couple wide that he should have scored, but it looked like they got a good old uh, battering there. Yeah, and they seem a lot more comfortable playing now. Now Martial's back. Yeah, definitely. I think Rashford's a lot happier. And then the final game in the Premier League, <clears throat> Liverpool played Manchester City. In some ways, I, I feel sort of sorry for, for for City. I think that Liverpool went. Uh, 2-0 up after 12 minutes and really the, those were the only two shots on goal that they'd had at that point and uh, I don't know City kind of were just shell-shocked weren't they after that uh, opening from, from Liverpool Yeah um, well I think on our first ever podcast we were talking about the coming season and I said that City would really struggle with losing company just as an influence mm -hmm. not just as a player and Guardiola never went out and made the defence better yeah. It's the weakest point of Manchester City. They've lost Laporte now. Now they've lost the keeper as well. And you, there's no backup in defence, really. He doesn't like John Stones. Yeah. And they're poor defensively. They're great going forward. Let's get this right. But you've got a guy called Foden on the bench. He never plays him. Why doesn't he play him? If he's that good. I don't know whether that will help their defensive setup particularly. Well, no. But what I mean is, like, bring, bring a new face into it a little bit earlier, maybe. Do you okay. know what I mean? You're relying on Sergio Aguero, who looked like he was never going to score in 100 days. Oh, yeah. He, he had a poor game. Yeah. Really. Had lots of chances. In fact, I mean, Sterling was probably the man of the match, in my opinion, that day. Um, didn't get much from the refs. Um, no. But, uh, you know, he, he looked he looked really frightening when he got on the ball and ran at, uh, ran at Liverpool's defence. But um, they got one back towards the end there. City kind of made it look like it um, might be a, a decent finish, but Liverpool kind of closed it out. And uh, now they are nine points ahead. Do you see division. anybody beating them this season? Well, I mean, we're still only a third of the way through the season, aren't we? Liverpool don't even need to lose, do they? If they get a couple of draws and City win, all of a sudden it's five points and there's is so City much big, to play. Well, yeah, exactly. But City are fourth now, so is Leicester the big team coming up for them? <laughs> I mean, you can't rule them out, can you? I don't think. So. Brendan Rodgers would love it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I don't really see that, but I think everyone no, said that no. a few years ago when they won it. So, I don't know. And then finally, the MLS Cup final. Seattle ended up winning that one three one. I think Seattle were pretty much in control for the for the whole game in that one. Congratulations to them, the reigning champs for I think the second time. Well done, brilliant stuff. Okay, we'll take a quick break there, and what we'll do is come back and we'll have our conversation uh, that we have 
pre-recorded with uh, Paul Brown. All right, well, delighted to have Paul Brown on. He is the secretary, given his official title, of the San Diego uh, Toffees. Yeah. They watch their games, so it's kind of like an away game for us. Uh, Someone from the Harp, that's where they use, like, welcome Paul. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah good. Obviously, you're an Everton fan. And we was kind of working out uh, what the sort of era was that you'd been, like, starting to, like, watch the games and like, who would have been the heroes at that point. Probably started watching them, I think it was either 87 or 88. I mean, I grew up on the South Coast, so nowhere near where Middleton Park is. Um, my friends took me along to a game to see them. They played away against Southampton and just stuck from there. So Big Dunk, maybe, that kind of thing as well? Yeah, Dunk yeah. was around. Not when I started watching them, but he was one of sort of the players I loved watching growing up. What a beast. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was, he was yeah, a good one. So, but yeah, he was a great goal scorer as well, to be fair. Yeah, was well, yeah. 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 How about your prospects right now? We, you spent some money in the summer, didn't you? Yeah, we spent a bit of money the last few summers. Um, yeah. Not had the best starts this season, I think. That's putting it mildly. Um, <laughs> well, you're below we, Tottenham, are you? Which is kind of a shock, really. Yeah, um, <laughs> next week, shock in the league. Um, <laughs> yeah, we put away. We, we, we um, uh, signed Andre Cohen from on loan the season before so we made him a permanent signing and he's just been out injured for the season yeah. didn't replace the centre back I think we really needed someone there so we're looking a little bit right to the back at the moment if anyone gets injured you've got this kid called Tom Davis though haven't you who yeah young kid he's come from the youth system he's just got into the team in the last few weeks of the shortage of centre midfielders and he's totally, a yeah. good player he's sort of a bit more dynamic than Definitely, you look a little bit of a different team when it matches yeah. you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah he's made a yeah. difference the last few weeks, I think. And is uh, your current manager the uh, going to be the uh, future? Or? I think he'll be there till the end of the season. Okay. When I look at some of the message boards, there's definitely a bit of dissent with him. People who want to see him gone, but I'm not sure who we can replace him with, and I think need a bit of stability. So hopefully, if he sticks around with it, get the pro now. So hopefully, that goes on to. Which is a big deal in this league at the moment. Yeah, it's opening first few games. I saw that being posted actually. Yeah, now you've got to. We seem to raise expectations go low. I mean, I remember last season when, like, literally halfway through the season, but expectations were so low. But then you actually started playing really good football. So people were like, more than you for like top six. This felt like uh, Keane that you got, uh, the, the the young lad. And he was going to be like pangalactic mega hero, wasn't he? But um, it's not really, he's not really had very not much really, of a chance. No, he's not really panned out so far. He's not got much playing time. Um, he's come off the bench a few times, but I think apart from a couple of cup games, he's probably played less than an hour in the Premier League. So. I even saw that there's talk of him leaving at Christmas kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, he got dropped from the squad last week. I guess he's had a couple of discipline problems, turning up late for meetings and right. still wanted to put his foot down. Um, but, right. Yeah, we'll see how that happens. Cool. Well, I th- we would have like, uh, waxed lyrical a little bit a lot more th- uh, than we had, but we, we are on the countdown with the uh, with the DJ, so we're, we've uh, got you on this because um, you are um, instrumental in getting the uh, EPL. Yes, exactly. So um, it's the fifth time we've done it. Um, the first one was in Dawn Street. First few years we worked with a local charity with Yala, we worked with refugee kids through soccer. <laughs> this year we partnered with a new organisation called the Art Foundation. They worked with autistic kids and we held a football tournament at the beginning of the year. Funds from that we hosted a soccer clinic 
five-week camp for over the summer. Brilliant. And we're going to be raising money again for them this Christmas to hopefully give some of their families a better Christmas than they were expecting. Soccer for young autistic kids is a great way to get Brilliant. them out of the house develop their skills a little bit so the camp we had was a great success I think and hopefully we're going to do another one of those next summer. Yeah, oh, perfect. Fantastic. Brilliant. So usually there's like a raffle and things like that, is it something that you want to call out for? Yeah, uh, exactly. People? So we have a raffle in the evening, um, if anyone listens to this and wants to donate some prizes for the raffle beforehand, please get in touch with either myself or Paul and Rob podcast and sort that out. Find in the right direction? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the um, hosting bar normally donates a dollar drink sold during the time of the party, so they will be doing that this year, I hope. And I don't know whether, is there going to be a band as the entertainment? Uh, the plan is to have a band performing right after the party ends. Um, they've not confirmed who the band will be yet, but that's in the works at the moment. Okay. I hear this one half of Chaz and Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, up the other half. <laughs> Led Zeppelin have not confirmed yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. Well, yeah, um, it's always a good day. It was in uh, it was at Bluefoot last year. It was, uh, yeah. Uh, plenty of money was raised as well. So, yeah, let's get involved in that. Well, I think might as well leave it there. If, yeah. uh, that's all right. Thank you, Paul, for coming down. I really Thank appreciate you, Paul. it. Yeah. Before the, uh, the the DJ plays us off, we'll, uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll call it a day there. Yeah. All right, great. Thank you. All right, uh, thanks to uh, Paul Brown for coming in and, uh, and doing that for us. And, yeah, Cheers, Paul. Get involved as best you can with donations and rough prizes and things like that. Uh, we will put details of uh, how to get in contact with uh, all of those relevant people um, on the podcast notes. Okay, so what we'd like to do is uh, go through all of the different teams in the Premier League from bottom to top, figure out if they're achieving what they should be doing or vice versa. And uh, we'll start then with, with Norwich City, who have seven points, two wins and nine losses. Started off brilliantly. Even when they played at Liverpool at Anfield, the second half they won 1-0. I think we, we talked about that. Yeah. They had that great, great win against Manchester City. But since then, the wheels have completely come off. They haven't won a game since. And no. they're destined to go back down. I think so, yeah. Um, along with Southampton, it is, uh, yeah, they really need to put a run together. They are currently on eight points, 19th position. Uh, only won two games. Another team, though, they keep selling the cream of the players. Yeah. You can only keep doing that for so many years, and yeah. they'll probably go down this season. And Watford, I mean, honestly, I've, I've never really—it's never really sat well for me that Watford are in the Premier League anyway. I just—I don't know. <laughs> they <kind> wow, of, <laughs> they always seem like a—I don't know—just a fairly ordinary team. They're on eight points, along Sorry, with Southampton, eighteenth place, <laughs> and they've only won one game so far. I wouldn't be surprised if this is the bottom three at the end of the season, I've got to say. I'd like to say as well that Watford failed to beat Tottenham, and Tottenham actually beat Southampton. That shows how bad them two teams. And then we've got Villa, who are on 11 points, just outside the relegation zone. And I think you mentioned last week that you feel like Villa should be further up the table. Yeah, it's surprising how low they are, because they yeah. seem to be... But they're not winning games, are they, Paul? They're drawing a lot of games. I think it's seven draws. Yeah. No, two draws. They've only drawn two, actually. They've lost seven. Right. So they've... They've been in winning positions, though. Yeah, that's the thing. Isn't yeah. It? They're not converted. But, I mean, even looking at the table, fifth position, Sheffield United, 17 points. That's two wins. That's just two wins. Yeah. And so it can change so quickly. And that will be the theme of uh, as we run through these different teams. Well, I was going to say fifth to 17th, everybody's won amount, the same amount of games. Yeah. It's incredible this season. It really is. West Ham United, who were my pick to do something special. Awful. <laughs> They've, they're another team that just keep kind of losing 
pretty poorly the game the games that you'd expect them to at least be competitive in. Last five games, uh, they've lost two and drawn one. Yeah, that, that's that's re- relegation form for you there, really. So something needs to change there. Good time. So yeah, Everton, they'd consider fifteenth. I would imagine to be a disappointing first third of the season, but uh, they're on fourteen points. Another team that a lot was expected from this season as well with the purchases they made. Yeah, exactly, and just not gelled. But also said it for a while whilst Iwobi was playing for Arsenal that he is a very frustrating player where he almost looks like he's about to do something and then goes ahead and, and doesn't do it. So no. they have a bunch of these sort of players that might have done something for Everton, but it turns out they were the player that everyone thought they were. Yeah, you know, so, and then, well, pre- pretty quickly we get to Tottenham Hotspur, I'm afraid. 14th with 14 points. Yeah, and I saw this morning as well, Chelsea uh, Football Club um, issued an update of their season so far. And here's a table from 1 to 14. So they haven't a bit of a plug at us <laughs> being in 14th position this season. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're right. Three wins, scraped wins, actually. One scraped win against Southampton. One little comeback against Villa in the opening game. And um, who else did we beat? Oh, we beat Palace. We had a good half against Palace. Um, apart from that, terrible, yeah. terrible season. But this has gone on from last season. Well, say, I think yeah. it would be interesting to see a calendar year uh, table for um, we'll probably be in the same position as we are in now. Right. Maybe maybe a position lower. Something has to change there. When was the last away league win? Can Would have been January away Jeez. to Fulham when we scored the 93rd minute winner, Harry Winks. Wow, we, right. Yeah, wow, we indeed. Jeez. Before that, it was Everton in December. Newcastle United are 13th. I think they'll absolutely take that one. They'd snap your hand off. I yeah, and they've come into a little bit of form as well. They've only lost one in five. So, as I said before, hats off to Steve Bruce. Brilliant. Yeah, 15 points, 12 games played. That's the same record as Crystal Palace above them uh, in 12th. They, they're in free fall a little bit now. Yeah, well, I think they had a good run of games at the start yeah. of the season and they were like in 5th or 6th. I, yeah. I, I couldn't believe that when I heard it. I think they're levelling off to a position where we would mostly expect them, I think. And Zaha's kind of um, not assisting or scoring goals at the moment. No, I know that. He's that's... trying very hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, enough said about that one. <laughs> He's in my fancy team. So, yeah, I know exactly how Zaha's going at the moment. Brighton Hove Albion are slap bang in the middle of the table. And I reckon uh, Graham Potter, at the start of the season, would have earmarked not being in a relegation battle and... They're doing all right. They, they are getting, doing all right. Well done, then. They keep uh, getting a, the odd win here and there. They, they absolutely take 11th place at the moment with 15 points. Burnley, who I feel like are doing really well, they're only in 15th. Like Everyone keeps raving about their season, but they're only in 10th. Um, I think just a, a run of a few losses just recently. They're just picking up a win now and again to keep them above yeah, water. That seems like what everyone is doing in the division right now, isn't it? I mean, even like Bournemouth, they were like kicking on. Apparently, they were like all conquering, and now they're in in ninth. So, yeah. But again, they are one point away from fifth in ninth. So all of this is fairly relative. Wolves having a good season though, and Apes are unbeaten in five now. Considering they got the Europa League distraction as well in a very short preseason, yeah. they're doing really bloody great. Manager, yeah, done great. Absolutely. Yeah, really keeps them going. Um, they've won two and drawn three in the last five, and so the key is not to lose in this division right now and uh, if you can uh, put a few runs that results together you fly fairly quickly up that table in the case of Manchester United who are now 7th only got a goal difference of 4 which was helped from this weekend 16 points um, level with Wolverhampton yeah they've only won 4 games out of the 12 
but yeah, that, that they have a one four, lost four, drawn four record right now. That must be hugely frustrating for United fans who have become used to success over the years, and that might very well be the case for Arsenal, who are in sixth. Quite amazing, they're still in sixth actually. Arsenal thrown away points from being in winning positions in the last uh, last few games too in the league. And that's a bit of an overshoot from last season as well. If yep. you remember the top four race last season, nobody wanted it. Yeah, Everybody was losing. That's right. Absolutely. And it seems to have right. merged into this season. And then Sheffield United, they're just kind of ignoring everybody else and just getting on with it. Chris Wall, what a great manager. Yeah, they've still not lost away from home, which is incredible. They've not lost in the last five games. Only conceded nine goals as well. Less than Liverpool. And that's, yeah, that's brilliant, isn't it? You, oh, yeah. If you can be solid at the back there, yeah, you can get yeah. away with a, a whole bunch. That's really good. And the the goalkeeper has just been drafted into the England squad. He's on loan from Liverpool. Is he really? I Anderson, didn't know that yeah, he's on okay. loan from Liverpool. Yeah, he good. had that little slip up against. Was it? Yeah, against Liverpool. He had that slip up. All right, and then we get into the top four, and there is a big gap between fifth and fourth. There's eight points between Sheffield United and Manchester City, who have lost three already in this league. So I don't think you can lose any more and expect to win. No, definitely not. This. And we'll go back to it again. Why, why, why did they not strengthen the defence up, Guardiola? You're a great manager, you're a great coach. I suspect he will. Can I take it back, Henderson? It's Manchester United he's on loan from. Ah, Sorry. Okay. No, that's okay. My bad. I was going to say, if he was playing against Liverpool, Liverpool. that's what yeah. made me think, yeah. actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was a little confused for a second. It is early here, by the way. Yeah. I mean, there's not a great deal of difference no. between United and, and Liverpool. Well, sure yeah, of course there's not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, forgive you that, I'm sure. Only 18 <laughs> points. Anyway. <laughs> uh, and three European trophies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dear. So in third, Chelsea, 26 points. And only, what's that? Well, they're eight points away from Liverpool at the top. Any Chelsea fan would have taken third at this point. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know what? I love it for England and stuff. They've got this youth. I think yeah. it's amazing the youth players. Anybody but Chelsea for me. <laughs> but <Yeah>. it seems <laughs> they get this massive transfer ban for breaking all the regulations. Mm-hmm. We're bringing kids into a club. Yeah. And they send them all out alone. Oh, then we get the transfer ban. So we'll bring in Frank Lampard to be our new coach. Give him all the kids to play with, which is brilliant. But it's almost like they fall in, blah, blah, and come up smelling the roses. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's... And now if they get a transfer transfer ban lifted in January, they're talking they're going to have a kitty of £150 million to spend, which I don't understand why they would do that. But they're still not playing with Kante. Well, he's still going to come into this team. They could be this season's Ajax, couldn't they? Yeah. In the Champions League, for sure. Would Frank Lampard have been given this job if they didn't have the, the transfer? Probably not. The, the, the transfer ban is the best thing that's happened to Chelsea in the last five, six years. Yeah. Because you can't beat it. I know that like when... People who play for your club come back and start to manage your club. That's a really exciting thing, isn't it? You know, Bolton have had that with Allardyce. You know, he played for, for Bolton for a long while, and yeah, someone that's got a sense of the club and all that. It's, I, it's well, really exciting. We've had it twice with Tottenham in the nineties. Aussie Ardealers came back, and it was crazy football for a while, but it was most enjoyable. But then he had to move on. I think we got Glenn Hoddle in as well, and uh, that's right. Yeah, I really wanted him to succeed, but it was the worst time to come to that club at that time because yeah. we were so poor, and um, <laughs> he failed miserably. I think Aussie Idealist looked into not being able to play goalkeepers. I think I did, yeah, that's yeah. exactly yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> netters. Yeah. <laughs> good fun to watch though at the time when we were winning. It was good fun to watch. <laughs> And then, honestly, like I love watching Leicester City play their second, 26 points. Just like watching Brazil ball. Yeah. They've got a goal difference of 21, by the way. Yeah. And the best defence in the league. Only eight goals, which is an absolutely... What a coup that is. But Rodgers is a really good manager. He's egotistical as hell. Let's, let's get this right. He know, But he knows the game. He goes in, he changes the club to him. He's got Vardy playing. 
really well. Yeah. Just score goals. Don't come bother coming back. We want you to play with pace. They got Madison, who's incredible. Chilwell at the back. It, yeah. it's Schmeichel in goal. It's it's an incredibly good. My yeah. one worry is if they get injuries, do they have any backup? Well, and also get like I say, getting rid of their um, best defender for a whole rock of money, and they've still the best defense. In the, I still in think Johnny Evans is better. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, they they made a coup on that one. You'll, you'll, not, you'll not get any uh, good words out of me for uh, Johnny Evans. <laughs> I'm afraid. Why is that, Paul? <laughs> still, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Another day. Basically, ruined Bolton Wanderers Football Club. I mean, you can, <laughs> that's that's basically his door. And then, obviously, at the top, Liverpool, who've only drawn one game and won the rest. They've dropped two points all <laughs> season. What feels like three seasons, because they only lost one game last year by 11 millimetres, 8 millimetres, something like that. Yeah. They just keep winning. They're, they're unbeatable. Even when they're playing bad, they're unbeatable. Even Henderson and Sheffield United goal drops the clangor against Liverpool and they win the game. It's it's yeah. If the referees aren't helping them. <laughs> That's, and like coming back late, Against Villa, all of these, well, not going for them, but you know, yeah. Well, they just still carry player things. They're in that vein of form at the moment, and the universe is with them. Yeah. Well, good on them. And uh, so, yeah, that was a little bit of a, a progress report. And I think that, yeah, there's some surprising teams that are uh, underachieving right now, but which has led, led the way for some surprising teams to be actually doing pretty well. Yeah, it just keeps it interesting for the neutral at the very least. Topsy turvy season. Okay, when well, we'll come back, we'll do some any other business and then uh, get out of here. Okay, any other business? The FA Cup happened this weekend. Disappointingly, Bolton got beat 1 0 at home to Plymouth Argyle, the old adage of uh, let's concentrate on the league and the EFL trophy. So, yeah, that was a disappointing result, really. Totally, yeah, I feel bad for you. Yeah. Most importantly, though, breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our curse has been lifted. I lost 100 grand. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell the wife. Yeah, that's, the house is gone. <laughs> yeah, the one time I bet on it. Yeah, Dover Athletic beat Southend United to snap our terrible run that we've inflicted on, on teams uh, FA Cup previously. And they get to play either Stevenage or Peterborough in the second round of the FA Cup proper. I think Bolton would have ended up playing Bristol Rovers. So, you know, there's no, no great loss there. No. England's women's team, they played in front of a record home attendance. Incredible. At Wembley, uh, 77,000. Almost 78,000, in fact, saw the defeat to Germany, unfortunately. A last-minute German. <laughs> I don't know who organises these things, but oh. so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was disappointing. Phil Neville, by the way, has got to be... Um, the, the, the form since the World Cup Terrible. Was, Absolutely. Yeah. Even the win they've had has been poor. The uh, game between Freiburg and Eintracht Frankfurt. <laughs> the Don't you mean the uh, worldwide, <laughs> worldwide Federation of Wrestling? <laughs> oh, that was brilliant, wasn't it? So what, what, I can't remember, I don't know who the player was, but he careered into the, the manager on the sideline. The face of the guy. Yeah, and <laughs> Sorry. he sells it. Oh, oh my, my God, brilliant. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at things like this, but it was but the, it was comedy. A bench clearer. Yeah, oh yeah, totally. Yeah. And uh, yeah, everyone was piling in on that one. But So if you get a chance to see that, it's... <laughs> but do you not think the manager makes the most of it? Oh, pretty. His face, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. It was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, it's really good fun. Have a, have a look at it. He just pulls his little collar a little bit, doesn't he? <laughs> and he goes down like he's been hit by a 10 ton truck. <laughs> Joy. That was, yeah, very good. Yeah, worth digging out. Uh, week four of our predictor game, uh, James was uh, representing the listeners, and unfortunately, he came, well, came second out of three. Rod, you actually uh, took this one. Yep. Uh, predicting four <laughs> results giving you four points. 
James actually, the only, only game that he did predict was his own team, Wolves beating 2-1, <laughs> bang on the nose. So he got three points for that. And I was only able to predict two games out of the seven. So I still lead in the total uh, running of that. But it's very tight. So we will continue that when the Premier League and Bundesliga starts up again next year. So yeah, just uh, as a little bit of housekeeping, don't forget we do have the Bluefoot Thanksgiving food drive. It's uh, getting close to the time where we'd have to start delivering stuff. So get all your perishables um, to the bar. And if you want to do some direct donations via Venmo, it's at Bluefoot-Thanksgiving. And on PayPal, uh, you need to find I divided by I at yahoo.com for for those uh, electronic payments. Don't forget, if you want to get involved in the Christmas party uh, raffle. We'll have the details on the show notes here. Upcoming attractions. I mean, this weekend is going to be a lot of international football. Nothing particularly, but there'll be the odd game on. So, but do phone ahead to see if uh, if there are games that you're interested in being shown here. I think that's the best way of going about it. Totally. Get in contact footy from the foot at gmail.com for anything that you find that we might be interested in terms of uh, daft things that went on in, in uh, football the past week or so. We are at Footy the Foot on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We are also on Spotify and iTunes. Search for Footy from the Foot. Um, it's all one word, I think, on there. It's, that's the easiest yes, way to do it. Yeah, which I'm uh, attempting to uh, to rectify. But uh, yeah, we are also on SoundCloud.com/slash Footy from the Foot. If you are old school, give us a review, rate and review. That'd be great. Please, on, please, <laughs> and tell some friends as well. So hopefully, we're going to get uh, Bands FC on in the next uh, week or so. As always, thanks to uh, David Sankster for our theme tune and the outro that you're about to hear. We had rave reviews of listening to uh, Wonder Serenaders at the end of last uh, last week's podcast. Brilliant. So yeah, that, uh, that was that was nice to see. I think that'll just about do it. All right. Here we go. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. <laughs> Let's do this again next Thursday. Bye. Yay.